Welcome to The Talk at Revolution, where each week we explore what it looks like to find Jesus and live like Him in a practical way. At Revolution Community Church, we know that we are better together. Each week, we look to celebrate Jesus, connect with others, and contribute to the church, community, and beyond. If you'd like to connect with Revolution or take a next step, please visit us at revolutioncc.org or at our Logansport, Indiana campus located at 3930 East Market Street. Now, we hope you are encouraged and challenged by this talk. finish this out, close this out today, talking to you about one of my favorite psalms, Psalm 18. And I love Psalm 18 because we are all born looking for heroes. As a little girl, I loved like Cinderella and the Little Mermaid and these beautiful princesses that were waiting for their hero to come rescue them, right? Whether they were going to be rescued from an evil sea witch or an evil stepmother or like just a tower that they were trapped in, they were waiting for a hero. And I think this captures this idea that we're looking for a hero, we're waiting for someone to rescue us, captures the imagination of all kids, right? Maybe you're like, yeah, no, I was not into the princesses, Katie, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, is maybe you were drawn to like superheroes. Maybe you love like Captain America and Spider-Man and Batman or like my personal favorite, the Hulk. But I think in some level, we're looking for these heroes that can save us. This idea captures our imagination. But we all grow up, don't we? And I can remember when I was like 12 or 13, this movie came out and it was called Ever After. Who has seen the movie Ever After? Yes, yes. So Ever After is this modern retelling of the Cinderella story, and it stars this feisty Drew Barrymore, and she's this sword-brandishing, Thomas More-quoting, like not a damsel in distress kind of Cinderella. And over the course of the movie, we actually get to see the princess. She like saves the prince. She saves like her family friend. She saves herself. At the end of the movie, In this like climactic scene, the prince rides in on the horse to rescue her, and she's already done it. She's just kind of standing there like, yeah, I did this. And I loved it. Like, I loved that movie so much. I loved it because she rescued herself. And I think there's something in us that loves a good old-fashioned, like, pull-yourself-up-by-the-bootstraps kind of success story right? We love that, don't we? We love to be independent, to create our own destiny, to overcome the odds by ourselves and for ourselves. And I love Psalm 18 because we are all born looking for heroes. Psalm 18, um, you can read along with me. It says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. 
I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise and say this with me, I am saved from my enemies. God is the hero you are looking for. Here are just some quick facts. I'm going to fire them at you fast. Fact number one, some other person, some other man-made hero cannot save you. We do this right. We spend our time and our days looking for someone else, putting our hope, our confidence, our expectation for a good life in another person. That could be your spouse. That could be a president. That could be a spiritual leader. That could be a friend, a boss. Man, it can be our kids sometimes. Fact number two, you can't save yourself. You can't save yourself. And for me, at least, this hurts worse than the previous fact. I want to save myself. I want to be the hero in my story. But I can't. And when we put our need for a rescuer on any other person, whether that's us or on someone else, we're going to end up burnt out and disappointed. Because the story of the universe, the story that God is writing over all of creation is this, that it is a rescue story, but God is the rescuer, not you. The story that God is writing over all of creation, over all of time and eternity, is a rescue story. But God is the hero, not you. It says in verse 16, He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes. If you say this section with me, who were too strong for me? Too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. Have you ever been in over your head? Has life ever been just too much, too strong for you? Do you know what's too strong for me? Right, the last year, like global pandemics, it's too strong for me. You know, systemic racism is too strong for me. The economy just like collapsing is too much for me. My, my worries and fears that someone in my family is going to catch a horrible disease and be forever impacted or die is too much for me. Do you know what's also too much for me, guys? Wednesdays, right? Have you ever just been like, oh my gosh, this is the longest week of my life. Like when, oh, oh goodness. And then you look down at your phone and it's like Wednesday at 10 a.m. Am I the only person this happens to? (laughs) Wednesdays are too much for me. And guys, sometimes winter is too much for me. And getting on Facebook is too much for me. And just being a mom of three little kids that need me a lot It's too much for me. And no matter if you need a big rescue from a global pandemic or a little rescue from your kids who woke up screaming at each other this morning, God has a promise for you, and this is it. The Lord is your support. The Lord is your support. If you are a follower of God, you can always receive God's rescue. And one of the best ways I think I personally receive God's rescue is through prayer. Like, God, help me to not lose it on these kids. God, give me patience. God, give me endurance. God, help me to keep my mouth shut and not make an idiot of myself. God, give me wisdom. 
And there's so many ways we receive God's rescue. I think in this summer season of reading these psalms, that has been a rescue to my heart and my soul every morning just to read God's word and let it wash me. Listening to worship music can be a form of rescue. Man, um, memorizing scripture can be a form of rescue. Meditating on scripture, just thinking about the promises and goodness in God can be a rescue. And if you aren't a follower of Jesus yet, I want to say this to you. God is ready to rescue you in the biggest way. He sent his son to die on the cross in your place so that he could have a relationship with you, that you could have a relationship with a holy God who loves you, and that you can live forever with him. And that rescue is a moment of surrender away. I've been rescued in my life more times than I can count. One of the times I remember the most clearly is I was rescued when I was 18 years old. My sister and I were in a car accident. We were driving to Walmart, and we were struck by a semi-truck going over 55 miles per hour and flipped into a ditch. And my sister was airlifted to the hospital, and I was taken later by ambulance, and we should not have lived. But God rescued us so clearly. And I can remember when my youngest, Griffin, was a baby, and I had three really little kids also at this, I mean, there was three of them all together, and they were all really little, less than three. And um, I remember I was so tired, I was so exhausted, and I felt like I hadn't slept in days because I hadn't slept in days. And I remember praying, God, just please let this baby sleep tonight. Please let him sleep tonight. And the baby did not sleep. <laughs> for a long time. But in that season, God rescued me with a supernatural infusion of grace and energy that was like out of this world from no source but from God alone. God's rescue doesn't mean that we don't face hard times. God's rescue is needed because we faced hard times. In Psalm 23, it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. God's presence in our pain is the rescue. God's presence in our pain is the rescue. His unrelenting, never stopping, never giving up, no matter what you do or don't do love, is the rescue. And here's an everyday promise from God to you about his rescuing you. If we skip down in Psalm 18 to verse 19, 18, 19, it says, He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. God is bringing you out into a spacious, wide place, a place of abundance. He's not rescuing you to abandon you. He's rescuing you to bring you into a place of freedom. And he's rescuing you not because of anything you've done or that you've been so special or so great or whatever, but just because he delights in you. He delights in rescuing you. He delights in your freedom. No human being on earth, including yourself, can save you. But God is rescuing you every step of the way. And the invitation today is just to open wide your heart 
and receive his rescue today. Let's pray. Father, we come before you as your children, as those dearly loved and delighted in by our Father. And God, we know how good you are, even when we are in deep need of rescue, God. I pray that you would bring rescue to the lives of those who are here today in the room, to the lives of those who are online, whether they need that big first-time rescue, Father, of trusting in your son, Jesus, and deciding to follow him, or they need a little rescue today, God, from fear, from doubt, from discouragement, from impatience, God. I pray that you would meet them with your rescue in this moment today. I pray this in your son's name. Amen.